0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Did you know that relaxation is all in your mind? That's right. By applying various techniques of mindfulness, you can practice relaxation anywhere and anytime, whether it's at home, work, or at play. Welcome to Come Back to Your Senses Radio with host Leah Brenda Smith. Our program is all about recovering your common sense. Now, here's health and wellness specialist Leah Brenda Smith. Hello. You are listening to Come Back to Your Senses Radio and I'm your host Leah Brenda Smith and welcome to the Bone Show. So this week we're speaking about bone medicine which is a natural healing art and really this healing art is ideal for everyone and it would be especially interesting to people who really like a gentle approach an innovative approach to relaxation and well-being. It's good for yourself, good for your family, and also any individuals, if you're a caregiver, any people that you may be giving care to. It's something that can be modified to fit whatever the needs are of an individual. Now with bone medicine, we're using methods of movement, meditation, and hands-on care. And really what we're looking to do is to come into partnership with the intelligence in the body. The body is very wise The wisdom is there inherent in every cell of us. And through the experience of bone medicine, there's an opportunity to, uh, if you like, uh, wake up or come into contact with or activate or stimulate that wisdom. When the mind and the body are relaxed, then we're free-flowing and we move with ease and we feel light in our body, we feel a lightness of being. But when we're tense, well, you know what happens. The body tightens and we feel feel stiff. Our joints, we feel like we're old. We need that oil can like from The Wizard of Oz when they uh, lubricate the uh, joints of the uh, tin man. And, you know, then our joints feel heavy. Our body feels heavy. We feel heavy in our mind. So bone medicine is really an opportunity to help with this free-flowing nature of the truth, really, of who we are. And the bones and really bones and stones are record keepers and our skeleton is filled with body memories of events that have happened to us. We have our feelings and our thoughts from all of our life. Uh, there's images held in the bones. We have that kinetic memory and our genetic code is in the bones. And when we practice bone medicine, then we're opening a doorway into this greater knowing and it can free our body and our mind and our spirit. And through that, we always are able to reveal our natural gifts and, and really our passion for life really comes to the surface when we feel free and we feel relaxed. So I just want to give you a little bit of background about the development of bone medicine and the influences in my life that helped me to be able to bring this forward. It is a healing art that I developed in the early 90s, primarily the summer of 93 but prior to that, I had been already involved with Reiki since the early 80s, since actually 1982, and through all of those years of experience with Reiki, it really gave me the foundation for the hands-on care and working with energy. And then another uh, healing art that I've been involved with is called cranial sacral therapy uh, that was put together by... Uh, Uh, Dr. Upledger, and on another episode, we'll actually speak about cranial sacral therapy and another episode, we'll speak about Reiki. But today, we're talking about the bones. So through my experience with cranial sacral therapy, I really started to learn about the bones and about the skeleton and get a feel for uh, the bones and the communication and how the bones move in the body, and so that was part of the foundation as well. And then another influence for myself was my practice of Kripala Yoga. And that particular form of yoga works with posture flows. And I found myself actually prior, just prior to the receiving the information and developing the bone medicine program, I would find myself actually waking up um, in the night doing posture flows in my bed and getting a feel for that sense of how we move from the skeleton. I hadn't thought of that prior to that. I mean, we don't think of ourselves as a skeleton. We think of, you know, the skin and the flesh and the outside of the body for the most part. We don't think of the mechanism. And the. I sometimes think of the skeleton as like our sacred architecture. You know, that's the the foundation of who we are and the wisdom of how that's put together and how everything articulates and comes together to make an incredible dance of movement and possibility and opportunity. So, As I mentioned, it was those three influences, the Reiki giving the experience with the energy and the hands-on care, the cranial sacral therapy giving the relationship with the bones, and then the Kapala Yoga was really a great influence for the movement in bone medicine that's called the skeleton dance. So in the summer of 1993, I had some experiences, actually my my son and I did this great thing, we used to create something, we called it the Deerfield Drive-In, and we would took the double foamy out on the balcony and took the TV out, and we used to watch uh, the, you know, evening movie outside, and this particular summer, uh, I got hooked sleeping outside with my son before he went off to camp, and so I slept outside actually all summer, and I noticed that I... I had experiences while I would watch the sky at night, of really looking at the stars in the night sky, and um, I later learned there is a something that's referred to as a summer triangle, uh, three points that create a triangle uh, that would have been up above my balcony at that time of the of the year, and I started to get a feel for the sense of the connecting points of light when you see the constellations and you three see as an example with the triangle, the three stars that were creating the triangle. And when we look in the sky we don't see the line of light that connects them, but when you look in the books of the constellation you see that they draw these little like lines of light connecting the the stars that make up the constellations. And I started to have this idea of connecting points of light and. For those of you that listened to last week's show, one of the things we talked about in the ESP show was the um, uh, ability or the skill of clairaudience, which is clear hearing. And uh, I think that we all experience that from time to time, even sometimes throughout the day or throughout our experiences where we kind of have this inner hearing. We're hearing, hearing guidance and hearing good wisdom that's coming to us and that's essentially what happened for me while I was out laying under the stars at night over a period of several weeks where I had this, these experiences of feeling the information of the bone medicine coming into me. And I had, as I said, those foundation uh, pieces from the other experiences that I had had in my journey of healing arts and working with energy. So one of the ideas with this is understanding that just like the constellations where there are starbursts of stars of light that connect together, that we ourselves as human beings have a grid of light that is actually connected through uh, points in the skeleton. If you think of the everywhere where we have a joint, that there's a, a like a star there, a starburst of light there. And these, um, points of light connect from joint to joint throughout the limbs. And then also we have a similar type of a, uh, grid, if you like. If you think of your, your rib cage and the, the sternum, that bone that's in the center of the ribs where the ribs come in and attached by the connective tissue, that there's these points of light that are there at the ends of the ribs. So we think of, as has been common with all of the programs we've done here, we're always talking about how everything is energy. And so if we bring this idea of any, everything being energy to the understanding of bone medicine, then we see that what we're talking about here is the grid of energy that we have within us, how the energy moves through our body and kind of anchors, the light anchors in the body through these points in the skeleton. And these points of light are connected within our skeleton and also as the energy comes off of the body and we're connected with everything also around us and beyond for those that like to delve in the beyond. So the foundation of bone medicine really is a gentle approach to healing. And as I said, it uses methods of movement and meditation in hands-on care. And really, it's about coming into partnership, to really listen. It's not so much about becoming wise about the body that we have to necessarily, although some people choose to, that we don't necessarily have to study about the body and how it functions and how the organs work and how the body moves and the mechanisms and all of this to receive wisdom from the body. That it is through states of relaxation that the body will communicate with you and does all the time. So when we work with the application of bone medicine and, and what this really is, the various aspects of it, one aspect is the skeleton dance, all about movement. Another aspect is filling the body with light through the hands-on care. And if you like, stimulating those points of light that I mentioned earlier through where the starbursts of light are in the joints. There's another aspect that's about cleaning off the bones, and we're going to talk about that. And then a deep bone meditation to actually take you through your skeleton one bone at a time. So with the skeleton dance, what we're doing is we're really going to lubricate the joints through movement. And this is really a lighthearted approach to movement. It's so much fun. It's non-directive, and it's a great form of movement and fitness. It can be done while you're standing up or sitting down or laying down. And when you're moving, you can totally mobilize your joints or totally immobilize and bring total relaxation to your joints. Now, the skeleton dance can release tension in the body. It can increase flexibility and promote creativity and self-expression and really help to renew your vital life energy. I've had wonderful experiences teaching the skeleton dance to children, to seniors, to people with developmental disabilities, and people in wheelchairs, people with walkers, people that have um, very limited mobility, and it's really fantastic. So let's put the foundation pieces down for the movement with the skeleton dance. The first thing that we do is really to establish the four quadrants in the body. So if you think of your left arm and your left upper torso as one quadrant, and your right arm and your right upper torso as the second quadrant, then the left leg and the left lower lower torso, and the right leg and the right lower torso. So those are your four quadrants in the body. Now I'm just doing this movement while I'm talking to you, feel free yourself to kind of make the definition of those four parts of the body and you'll just naturally feel where each quadrant is and how they come together in the center of your torso. So one aspect is the four quadrants. The next aspect of the skeleton dance is really being mindful of three pivot points throughout your spine. There's one that's located in the neck, one kind of just below or behind where your heart in the back, and then another behind your belly button. So the one in the neck is the cervical spine. The one just below your heart is the thoracic spine, and then the third one is your lumbar spine. Now the cervical spine allows the neck to move in so many different directions. It tilts and twists and goes straight out and back. And the thoracic spine behind the heart between the shoulder blades allows the upper body to twist and turn and tilt in so many different directions. And then the one in the lumbar spine behind your belly button allows that lower body to twist and turn and bend in multiple directions. Now these three pivot points in the spine also allow for independent and interdependent movement between the upper body, and the lower body. So if you think of the four quadrants in conjunction with the three pivots, that these hold the keys to all of the movement and the flexibility in the body. So when the four quadrants and the three pivots are lubricated, then we experience an increase of freedom in the body and it allows your limbs to move and swing with ease. And when we practice the skeleton dance, it's very common and natural to feel like a lightness in your body, just a lightness of being. Okay, so we have the four quadrants, the three pivots, and the third piece to understand about the skeleton dance is to just understand how the joints move for a moment here. Kind of understanding from the inside out. So, the movement in the top, where your neck is, is a pivot. The movement in your hands and your feet is a gliding, the bones move in a gliding motion. The elbows and the knees are like hinge joints and you can really move quite a lot of distance with them. And then the shoulders and the hips are like a ball and socket kind of joint. Now we all know that movement is essential to health and to well-being and it can renew our vital life energy. And it stimulates the neurotransmitters in the brain. And all those messages from the brainstem go down the spine and feed energy to all the organs. So movement's really, really important for the body to perform as a whole rather than all of its individual parts. So when we do the skeleton dance, now that you understand the foundation of it, the four quadrants the three pivots in the spine and then how the joints move. Then it's just a free-flowing, non-directive, light-hearted approach to movement. As I said earlier, you can do it while you're standing up and move around. You can sit down or you can do it while you're laying down. So one of the things that you would want to do is you can just put on your favorite piece of music and just let your body move playfully. There's no specific patterns or sequences of movement to follow. Just let your skeleton dance. And then sometimes let your limbs hang like a rag doll. You can bend forward and let your upper torso hang and sway back and forth from side to side. Exploring a full range of motion with the pivot points throughout your spine allowing your torso to twist and turn and bend and flop over, shaking your joints and allowing them to swing and move. So with the skeleton dance, what you're really doing is you're moving your body in patterns and in ways and experiencing a range of motion that you would never experience in your normal waking day. And this is so wonderful for the body, to free the body, which frees your emotions, which frees your self-expression, and frees your creativity. So with the skeleton dance, you're just going to get up and shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake your body. Shake your body, yeah. It's really a lot of fun, I promise. <laughs> you can get the whole family up and doing it. And as I said, I have done this skeleton dance with people in wheelchairs, with people in scooters, people with walkers. And when I have done it, I, often, I just put the music on and we sing and we move. And it's so much fun for people because they can be involved with the movement at whatever level suits what they're able to do, which is so so perfect tailored to everybody's individual needs, and it's self-adjusting, and you can match the fitness and flexibility level of everybody. So it creates success no matter what people's physical um, abilities or limitations are. Good. So now the skeleton dance, you can do it in a few minutes if you only have a few minutes, or you can take a longer period of time to do it. Even a few minutes will make a big difference. And just like any other type of movement approach, even when we do a a yoga practice or do other types of practices that are focused on movement, it's not just for the time that you're actually doing the movement that you get the benefit. With the skeleton dance and doing that practice, I found myself Just moving more fluidly is a general comment because of having an awareness of how the body moves from the skeleton. So that's the skeleton dance. I uh, welcome you to uh, enjoy it and please feel free to uh, send me an email if you'd like some more information. Uh, my email is leah at comebacktoyoursenses.com, so anytime you can send me an email and ask me questions about any of the things we've talked about on any of the episodes and I'd be happy to, uh, to share some more information with you. So we talked about the movement aspect of bone medicine and now let's speak about the hands-on care. We've spoken in an earlier episode about hands-on care being an innate ability common to all people. It's just part of how we're made. So one of the aspects of the hands-on care is really just about putting your hands on the way that we have described in other shows. And if you haven't listened to the previous show on hands-on care, it really is just bringing your palm with your fingers together like a flat palm and just putting your hands on wherever in on the body where you're feeling you need the care and just letting your hand hug the body take the shape of the body part where you've placed your hands so typically what you would do is you would put your hands on where there's tension in the body or where the body feels heavier or maybe places where you feel like Ah, oh, that part of the body really needs some relaxation. So it's something you can do for yourself. And you want to especially also target the places where you've had emotional trauma or maybe where there's been an injury or other types of stresses on the nervous system. Or the places in your body where you just know that's where you hold your tension. Or that's where, you know, I got a lump in my throat or I always got a pain in my belly or my lower back or wherever it is for you. We're all a little different that way. And when you do the hands-on care in bone medicine, what it's really doing is kind of helping to like tune your vibration up to a, a lighter uh, sense of feeling and being. So that's one aspect, filling the body with light. Another aspect is about activating or stimulating the points of light focused where the joints are. So really if you think of bringing your fingers together like your thumb and your index finger and your middle finger together like you're making a little triangle and the tips of the fingers are all together like that and what you would do then is just bring your fingertips up to the joints in the body, and there's no exact placement. You just kind of bring it in as if you're kind of hugging, <laughs> hugging one of the bones between the thumb, the index finger, and the middle finger, that little tripod position with your hands. And it's a very light touch. So what we would do then, as an example, if you wanted to start, and you could try this yourself, to just do it even on your wrist, somewhere where it's easy like that. And if you were doing it, as an example, if you're doing it for yourself, It's not the same as if you're doing it for somebody else, but you get the idea. Let's do something that would be a little easier. If you are sitting down or laying down, sitting down, I'm sitting down right now, and I've just got my tripod in my left hand on one side of my knee, just got a hold of the bones there, and then the other tripod in my right hand on the other side of my knee and just use a very light touch and you're just going to get a sense of the energy flowing between your two hands moving through the body. If you leaned over and reached down to your ankle you could put the tripod let's say of your right hand on the inside of your ankle and the tripod of your left hand on the inside of your knee. Just with a light touch, just waiting to feel the energy going through from the ankle to the knee. This is to give you an example of how this works. If we were actually in the classroom, which we are not, (laughs) we could actually do a demonstration and I could lay someone down on the table and actually show you how to do that throughout the limb throughout all the limbs in the body and through the torso. And then the same thing, you would have an opportunity to practice on each other and practice on yourself. But for the time that we have here, we'll just keep moving on with this to get an idea of what we're doing then. With these tripod positions, we'd actually go through the body. You could start at the feet, go from the ankle to the knee, and then from the knee to the hip. And then even from the ankle to the hip. And you can do the same on the other leg. And then you can even do points as an example from the left ankle up to the right knee. And the left ankle up to the right hip. And do things crossways across the limbs as well. So essentially what we're doing with this aspect of bone medicine is activating or stimulating those points of light that are throughout the limbs from your ankles to your knees to your hips and then your wrists and your elbows and your shoulders. So you can work just on one limb at a time, the outside of the joint and the inside of the joint. And then you can also do a point on one limb and one joint and cross it over to the other side of the body. Just following the pattern of light throughout the body. So the practitioner directs the energy from the fingertips to the edges of the bone and in between the bones to activate the inherent energy and light in the joints. And this will connect the lines of light that flow from joint to joint throughout the limbs. So we had filling up the body with light, activating points of light in the body. And the third approach with the hands-on care is really called cleaning off the bones. So in this aspect of the bone medicine, what we're looking to do is to... Bring our fingertips onto the bone, so you have your uh, fingers across one hand, the index, the middle, the ring finger, and the baby finger, and your fingertips lined up in a row, and you can bring those right onto one of the bones. It's easy enough to try it on yourself. Um, You could use your, your clavicle or your collarbone and bring your fingers up up there or really anywhere on your body but just as an example bringing the fingertips up to the bones and really it's about going still and quiet and with the intent inside really of asking the body to to gently release whatever is held in the body the idea of this is like as if your fingers are little salamanders just kind of cleaning, cleaning things off, cleaning off the bones, allowing the past that is held in the body to literally fall out of the body. We also have the opportunity really to move into states of really deep relaxation when we're receiving bone medicine or working with the bone medicine healing art, to really go deeply into relaxation. And when that happens in states of deep relaxation, it's not uncommon to feel that the bones may shift slightly or move slightly. I do that sometimes asking inside when I am doing a bone medicine treatment with somebody. I'll just ask them inside, quietly inside. I'll ask the bones to make any adjustments, you know, if they're little subtle adjustments or a larger adjustment to really bring things into a better alignment. And sometimes when I have done that, um, I'm asking quietly out inside, not speaking directly out loud to the person, yet one of the limbs in the body may, may move or jump. And um, the beauty of working with inherent intelligence in the body is that what we're really doing is coming into partnership with that intelligence, so we're working as partners together to help to facilitate relaxation, natural alignment, uh, to return back to balance. And it's really how magnificent is that, that we could have that type of experience, that we could slow down in our own experience enough that we can have experiences where we're partnering with the intelligence that's in the body We all have had and do have and know people that have had experiences and continue to have experiences that are of tremendous discomfort in their bodies. People that have chronic pain, people that are stiff all the time, uh, some of that coming from conditions like arthritis or fibromyalgia, other experiences from injuries, other experiences that come just from having low self-esteem or having experienced lots of trauma where the body can be very um, held. We've all seen people that move and walk around in life where their limbs are very, very close to their body and they don't move very much or don't make any big movements. Everything's very contained. and that Although it happens and occurs and may have become normal for somebody in their experience, when you look at how we're made and the incredible range of motion that's available through our skeleton, it's clear that we were not designed to have very limited movement, we're designed to be able to move around and experience grace and lightness in the body and freedom in the body and self-expression in the body. And at the same time also have a body that can be very strong and very powerful and do things that require tremendous endurance and tremendous strength. The body is a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous instrument and it is a blessing to be able to come into partnership and let the body teach you, teach you of its wisdom, teach you how to move, teach you what's natural and what's right. And When we move in a free way, the body will just naturally align and adjust itself and restore balance on all levels for ourselves. For those of you that listened to last week's show on ESP, I also spoke about the changes in brainwave patterns, the beta brainwaves when you're more logical left brain thinking, which we, you know, a good majority of the population spends a good majority of time in that kind of a state. And when we are in that kind of a state, more times than not, there's not very much focus or attention on the body at all, or even a sense of that you're even in a body, you're just all mind, just all thinking all the time. And as we move into relaxation or take a break and we move more into the alpha, the slower brain waves that opens into our creativity and our freedom, in a state like that, that's a natural state of more relaxation in the body, then the body would be more fluid, the thoughts are more fluid, the experience is more fluid, the energy is more fluid, and even the desires are more fluid, what you would be drawn towards or drawn to do. Sometimes we just, I think, forget to include these other aspects of ourselves We get focused in our beta brain. So with the experience of bone medicine, there is that opportunity to open up a doorway into things. Sometimes the experience initially is just really to clean off layers of life from the body. As we move through deeper states of relaxation and get involved with the movement practice, it can let go of the past in your body. We think of the past often just, you know, something that's in our mind or something that's in our emotions, but that is all held in your body. And through the movement of bone medicine and through the hands-on care in bone medicine, we're able to release the memories from the body and free the body up. I know for myself in earlier years, I was very held in my body. When I was younger, I had chronic pain in my body. And my spine was kind of like I walked like I was one unit, very held in the body, just from my own experiences of trauma and things that I had experienced when I was younger. And as I progressed in my experiences with healing arts and got involved then with the Skeleton dance and hands-on care, it gave the opportunity to free myself from the past and to have a kind of articulation and freedom in the body that I hadn't had in earlier years. Relaxation is very powerful medicine So if you think of just taking times to rest and to relax, that's powerful medicine. And then if you couple that with actually focusing it through a healing modality and a healing art, then the medicine or the power of that relaxation becomes exponential and you just get more benefit and the benefit builds and builds and you can change your life change your behavior change your experience all from places of deep relaxation i had an experience one time with a with a gal that i uh, did treatments for with the bone medicine and it was interesting she came for a treatment and she's laying on the table and i'm doing the cleaning off the bones aspect of bone medicine and The next thing, both of us are so surprised because it seemed that the room had filled with the smell of freshly baked bread. Now how surprised were we? And it was interesting then to hear the gal on the table shared the story with me that when she was a young child she and one of her friends in the neighborhood that were classmates used to run to school together. (laughs) Well, they used to run by the bakery anyways, and they would go in and the fresh rolls were there, you know, cooling off, and they would each grab one on their way by the bakery. And she said she had not thought of that in years. And there we were cleaning off the bones using that approach in bone medicine and that smell of the fresh baked bread that she used to take a a roll every morning on her way to school, that that was held in her body. And that as we did the cleaning off the bones, that smell actually came out of the body, the body memory came up. I find that quite fascinating. I've had my own experiences of that type of thing before um, through uh, the bone medicine, hands-on care, and other forms of hands-on care as well. Another experience that I um, had with someone else that I used to treat regularly with bone medicine uh, was someone that... um, He was very uh, held back in his body and especially his breathing was very shallow. And I noticed as he would lay on the table, you know, that he didn't have a good articulation um, with his rib cage. You know, our ribs come together, they are attached with connective tissue down the spine and they come around to the front of the body and then they're attached with connective tissue to the uh, sternum the bone down the center of your chest. And when we are relaxed and we're free in our body, that there is articulation there with the connective tissue as we take a breath in and the ribcage expands. And then we exhale and there's a contraction and so the, the body is filling and emptying and the ribcage is expanding and contracting as we breathe and i certainly noticed with this um fellow when he first started to come for treatment that he was very held in that part of his body and he felt felt that his emotions were very held in and he and he didn't have a freedom and a and a free flowing um experience for himself he felt very held in and over time over a, a period of i don't recall how many treatments um, but I would focus on that area and bring my fingertips up to the ribs and to the places where the connective tissue was and do the cleaning off of the bones and do the part of activating or stimulating the points of light in the skeleton, in the rib cage. And over a period of time of a handful of treatments, he himself noticed such an incredible difference. He felt as if a whole weight had been lifted off of his chest and he was able to breathe deeply and um, had uh, several experiences during the treatments of different memories from his childhood and different experiences where he was witnessing those experiences coming up. To the surface and feeling himself being freed from the past, free from that which was holding him back in his self-expression and in his own freedom. And how wonderful is that? I'm sure we could all use that. <laughs> it is a um, it is an incredible experience, really, to have have had the opportunities that I have in my life to participate and partner with people um, for their own journey and for their own healing by doing treatments and also by teaching programs to people where they can learn skills and, and have the opportunity to then give care to themselves on a daily basis or on a regular basis in the privacy of their own home. And how blessed we are to have so much inspiration and information available to us so that we are able to be on a journey of healing and a journey of restoring ourselves, if you like, Uh, coming back to our senses, coming back to who we are in our natural state. I know for myself, and I'm sure that you have noticed also, that when we're stressed and, you know, we can't think straight, even uh, decisions you would make uh, when you're not under duress are very different than the decisions that you make when you're feeling that stress. So it's wonderful to have an opportunity to have some kind of practice, whatever it may be, whatever you feel inclined towards, that can really help you to renew your vital life energy and to renew your own sense of relaxation and well-being on a regular basis. So we just spoke with the bone medicine and the hands-on care approach. We had the experience of filling the body with light, focusing where there is tension or where there is trauma or where there are places where there has been injury and we spoke about activating or stimulating the points of light, initially focusing on the joints and activating those points of light with the starburst of light from joint to joint throughout the limb and then the experience of actually cleaning off the bones, bringing your fingertips up like little salamanders onto the, the bones and really asking inside for the body to release that which is held. And I gave you a couple of little examples of experiences of treating people and having that experience of the past falling out of their body, so to speak. And the third aspect of bone medicine is really a deep bone meditation. And this is a guided process that introduces people to your skeleton, like from the inside out. The opportunity to travel through your skeleton, one bone at a time. And through a state of meditation and deep relaxation, have that opportunity to be witness to whatever wisdom the body might be ready and willing to share. As a practitioner of bone medicine and other healing arts, I certainly have on many, many occasions with myself, certainly first and foremost, and then with the people that I have uh, given care to, many occasions of being aware of ways that the body's held or certain difficulties that an individual may be experiencing and, you know, the tendency would be to you know want to go and do something to fix all of that and really understanding that it really is about going into a very quiet still place of relaxation within myself and encouraging that in the other person and knowing that the energy is the healer and that the experience around the treatment table is really about yielding to yielding to the wisdom in the body and we're creating the atmosphere and the right conditions for healing to occur and that we need to follow what the body is willing to share and what the body is willing to release, not so much about trying to make something happen. The deep bone meditation Really allowing yourself to move into a continual cycle of deep relaxation and creating really a unified field of energy in and throughout and around your body, letting go and allowing light, deeply relaxed. And loving your body exactly the way that it is. With no need to fix anything or change anything. With nothing to do. Letting go. Letting go. Deeply relaxed. And allowing your body to breathe itself. Allowing your bones to breathe, allowing your skin to breathe, deep relaxation, bringing your awareness right to the center of your bones. Be in your bones, I am a skeleton, I am a skeleton. I am a skeleton, allowing anything that's held within your body to melt, to flow, to simply let go. Let your body make any adjustments. And sink deeper and deeper into relaxation, into the alignment and the beauty of your own skeleton. And bring your focus down to your feet, in the bones that make up your toes. Deep relaxation and bring your focus into your ankle and see there's a starburst of light there. Letting go, letting light, deeply relaxed. Letting go, letting light deeply relaxed. And bring your focus into your knees and see the starburst of light there. Gently asking your knees to let go of any tension or any holding. letting your body flow like water flowing in a stream allowing your body to feel with light deep deeply relaxed beautiful i am a skeleton I am a skeleton, I am a skeleton. A beautiful, loving, free-flowing skeleton. Beautiful. So there's a little bit of a taste of a deep bone meditation. And as I mentioned earlier, if you do want more information about bone medicine or about any of the subjects that we've spoken about here on Come Back to Your Senses Radio, then I welcome you to send me an email at leah at comebacktoyoursenses.com. And as well, if you want some more information about There's information about bone medicine and Reiki and Snoozelin and palliative care and other things on my website, which is www.comebacktoyoursenses.com. So let's just do a little review here of what we talked about today. We talked about bone medicine a natural healing art with three areas of focus, movement via the skeleton dance. And with the skeleton dance, we want to focus on the left and the right upper quadrant and the left and the right lower quadrant. So establish the four quadrants in the body and move from there. And then the three pivots throughout the spine, one at the cervical spine in the neck, one the thoracic spine just behind the heart, a little lower than that that gives all that tipping and tilting in the upper body and the lower lumbar, the movement in the lower part of the body. And then we spoke about the three aspects of the hands-on care, filling the body with light, and then activating or stimulating the points of light in the body, and then also bringing the fingers onto the bones and cleaning off the bones. So we had the movement in the skeleton dance, the hands-on care, and I gave you a little bit of a a feel for the bone meditation, that deep relaxation through the bone meditation. So you could certainly try some of these aspects with yourself. I encourage everybody to get up and do the bone dance. You know, the uh, ankle bone's connected to the knee bone. The knee bone's connected to the hip bone. And you know how it goes. Let's sing a song to our bones. So I really uh, encourage you to do that. You can do it with yourself, with your friends, with your family, with your children. And try the hands-on care. Try cleaning off your bones. And lay down in your bed and let yourself go through an experience of just even talking yourself. Or even without words, just focusing on your own skeleton. And allow yourself to go through deep relaxation through focusing on the skeleton. We talked about several stages and aspects of bone medicine, but you don't have to worry. You don't have to do them in any particular order. The best approach really is to come into partnership and listen deeply in your body, and then just respond with whatever it feels like the body wants to do, whatever the body's willing and ready to do, and whatever suits your mood and suits your fancy. It's really been a pleasure to have the opportunity to share with you about bone medicine today. And as I said, I really encourage you to send me an email, ask me about anything I'm willing to answer and um, I look forward to uh, speaking with you next week. Next week we're going to speak about the divine lineage of Reiki. And I am your ever-grateful, gracious host, so pleased to be able to speak with you every week and share some tips on how you and your family can relax and enjoy life. So, this has been a great pleasure. I'm your host, Leah Brenda Smith. You've been listening to Come Back to Your Senses Radio, and we'll see you next week on Voice America Variety, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Pacific eastern standard time thanks very much and relax and enjoy life we hope you've enjoyed our program today and perhaps have found some new techniques that you can apply to your daily life thank you for tuning in to come back to your senses radio please join leah brenda smith again next thursday at 1 p.m pacific time 4 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel we'll see you next week